Francis Wessel and I welcome you to the Cornerstone podcast presented by Global Grace Ministries. I hope you had a wonderful Christmas week and are spending a beautiful week waiting for the end of 2021. The Lord put in my heart this week to share with you part of a word that he gave me for 2022. I have to tell you that I have never shared any prophetic messages with the public. I usually give personal messages either directly to a person or to a church, but I felt from God to share this message with you. Before I do, I want to give you some basic guidelines on what to do when we receive a prophetic message and how to wait for its fulfillment. When we talk about prophets or prophetic messages, we have to understand that the Bible speaks of various kinds of prophecy and prophets. There were the Old Testament prophets who led the people of Israel. Among the best known are Elijah, Elijah, Isaiah, and Jeremiah. Not all the prophets that existed and served the people of Israel before the birth of Christ are known or even named in the Bible. There are believers who claim that the last biblical prophet was John the Baptist, and they do not accept any prophet after him. Therefore, they do not accept any prophetic message as biblical. At the other extreme, we have people who go searching for prophets and prophetic words to make every decision for their lives. Therefore, the subject of a prophetic message in the church today might be involved in controversy and lack of understanding. But if we base our understanding on the Bible, we will realize that there are biblical foundations to believe that God still speaks to his people through prophets and we can receive prophetic words. I have to clarify that not all the people who prophesy are prophets. There are people to whom God has given the gift of prophecy mentioned in 1 Corinthians 12.10. These people can prophesy without being a part of the fivefold ministerial offices mentioned in Ephesians 4.11. Maybe later we can talk about these offices, but in today's podcast, we will not focus on them. I just wanted to mention that not all the people who give prophetic messages are part of these offices. I am not a prophet, but I do flow in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Now, with that said, go with me to Romans chapter 12, and we will read verses 5 and 6, which say, So in Christ... We, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to all of the others. We have different gifts, according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. As you can see here, Paul does not declare the one who prophesies as prophet, but he gives us authority to prophesy. There are also many misunderstandings concerning prophetic messages. Therefore, I want to clarify that a prophetic message or prophecy does not necessarily have to do with predicting the future, as many believe. Of course, a prophetic message can tell us about the future, but this message can also bring us correction, give us direction, warnings, they can encourage us, they bring admonition, 
and clarity on an issue or situation. A prophetic message is simply a message from God to his people. With that in mind, let us start unpacking some biblical principles on prophetic messages. All prophecy or prophetic message must be based on the Bible. No word that comes from God is going to contradict the Bible. 1 Thessalonians 5.21 tells us that we must examine everything and retain what is good. It is important that we evaluate every prophetic word or message that we receive in the light of the Bible, regardless of who gives us the message. There are people who feel that they should not examine the messages they receive because by doing so, they are doubting those messages or doubting what God has said. But servants of God, the Bible itself tells us that we must examine everything. Deuteronomy 18.22 tells us that every prophecy that is from God is fulfilled. That is easy to understand. But I also want to clarify that there are several reasons why a prophetic message might not come to pass. The first reason, as we already said, is that the prophetic message was not from God, but rather that the person giving it spoke with his own presumption. In other words, the person said what he or she thought. But there are times when a prophetic message is not fulfilled because we sabotage the word we receive. For example, if we are looking for a job and we receive a message that God has the perfect job for us, that does not mean that we stop looking for a job unless that is also part of the message. If you hear that God has a perfect job for you, your part of the message is to keep looking for a job in faith that God is going to direct you to the company where he already opened doors for you. In other words, the fulfillment of every prophetic message does not depend only on the faithfulness of God and the accuracy of the message, but also on our obedience. We need to do the part of the word that corresponds to us. A true prophetic message will never go against the vision that God has given you for your life. I once counseled a couple who got married because someone prophesied that they were meant for one another. They got married thinking that this word came from God, even though neither of them had the slightest desire to be joined in marriage. By the time I met them, they were about to get divorced because they were frustrated. He had been called to the ministry since his childhood, and the last thing that she wanted to be was the wife of a minister. These poor people were victims of their lack of knowledge about prophecy. We cannot accept a prophetic message that goes against what the Holy Spirit has put in our hearts. Remember that the Bible tells us that we know in part and we prophesy in part. Every prophetic word that comes from God will only confirm what we already know. There will be a testimony in your heart that the word you received comes from God. It is also important never to put a deadline on a message you receive. When I was 12 years old, someone gave me a prophecy that was not immediately fulfilled. Due to my lack of maturity and prophetic understanding, I thought that God had lied to me. But in reality, the word was not fulfilled because it was not for that time, but for the future. Six years later, the word came to pass because it was a prophetic word. In that situation, I thank God for two things. One, 
the situation helped me understand that we must always wait for God's timing. In his time, he always keeps his promises. And two, if the word would have been fulfilled immediately, I would have missed many blessings and lessons that I learned and received once God's timing for my life and for the fulfillment of the word had arrived. So when we receive a message from God, do what Mary, the mother of Christ, did. Receive it in faith, keep it in your heart, and meditate on the word of that prophecy, waiting for the time when God will fulfill it. The fulfillment of your prophecy may take time, but as I already told you, in due time, God always keeps his promises. It is important also to remember that God can use his word, the Bible, to give us a prophetic message. Many times God has given me a passage or a verse in the Bible in which I am stand that year or in that season of my life. We must receive this kind of prophetic messages the same way we receive any other prophecy. We must keep it in our hearts, confess it by speaking faith, and pray and wait for the fulfillment of the passage or the biblical verse that we got. Some years ago, God gave me Ruth chapter 3 verse 11, which says, Now then do not fear my daughter. I will do with you everything you say, because all the people of my town know that you are a virtuous woman. When he gave it to me, I was happy, but I had no idea how much I was going to need this verse that year. I leaned on that word all year long, and when I was in situations where I was afraid, that verse helped me. It helped me to speak faith. Therefore, people of God, we must always hold on to the word that God gives us and follow its directions. Some people ask me what to do when they receive a message they do not believe is from God for them. Child of God, if you receive a word that is not based on the Bible, it goes against the plan of God for your life, or in your heart you do not have a testimony that that word is from God, do not receive it. In my life, I have received some messages from well-intentioned people that came from their hearts, but not from the heart of God. After I listened to those messages, I just kept my sanity, thanked them because obviously they meant well for me, and continue on my way without accepting the message. If when you hear something you feel alarmed by that message, in the name of Jesus, break every word you heard and go on your married way. Remember that no weapon against you can prevail if you do not allow it. Personally, I write down every message I receive. I meditate on each message, and if God directs me, I reread my messages and pray for the fulfillment of those words. This way, I speak life to the messages that God has given me. I think I'm going to stop here. I feel that the points that we cover so far are enough to establish a foundation for how to receive and expect the fulfillment of a prophetic message. With that said, here is the prophetic message I want to share with you. Now, whenever I give a message, either in a group or to a person, I always ask them to examine the message in the light of the Bible. So I'm asking you to do the same. God gave me Ephesians 3 verses 20 and 21 
for the year 2022, which reads, Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly beyond all that we ask or think, according to the power that works within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. The focus of the message is that God does great things through his power at work in us. And the Lord continued to tell me, 2022 will be a year in which we have to expect the unexpected. So we must prepare for that. How do we prepare for the unexpected? Making sure we are rooted in the only thing that must be unshakable, which is our trust in Christ. We will not be able to fix our eyes on anything but Christ because things will not be as they seem. What seems good will not be and what seems bad will produce sweet fruit for God's people. Many will be the changes in the nations. The nations that seem firm will be shaken and the nations that seem fragile to the human eye will remain stable because the church of Jesus Christ will bend its knees and cry out to its Lord and its cry will be heard in heaven. The wheat from the tares will be recognized, not by their appearances, but by the difference that God's presence and his promises will make in the wheat. Year of separation and delivery year of staying close to God, listening to his whispers for direction. We must be careful with the wolves in sheep's clothing and listen to the echo of the voice of God that will always support the words of the people of God. Until now, the wheat and the tares had lived together, but God will begin to shake them and will separate them. Year of transformation for the church year in which we will see God do much more than what we imagine or ask by working in our means. Let us declare the glory of God. Let us declare his greatness going to the hills and valleys, telling everyone that our God is good, that his hands are open to all who approach him, that he is worthy to receive all glory and all honor. The fulfillment of God's promises in his people will be the difference between the wheat and the tares, and it will be what supports our preaching. People of God, there is nothing to fear if we are in Christ. What we have to do is make sure that we are walking, holding on to his hand. I declare a shower of blessings over your people, Lord, and declare 2022 as a year of promises, a year of understanding, and a year of unexpected encounters. And we give you glory and honor. On behalf of Global Grace Ministries, people of God, I wish you a very, very happy new year. May 2022 be a year of unexpected blessings for you and your family.